To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Sunday Session Podcast with Francesca Rutkin from Newstalk ZB. Now, the ACT Party returned a solid result last night, currently sitting at 8.98%. They gain one more MP and in all likelihood will be sitting around the government table. ACT Party leader David Seymour is with me now. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Very good. You sound chipper. Pretty happy with the way the night went. Oh, look, I mean, first of all, New Zealand voted for change. Um, Second of all, record numbers uh, voted for real change. I'm very proud to be elected by my neighbours in the Epsom electorate for the fourth time, and I look forward to to continuing to serving to the best of my ability there. Um, And the people of Tamaki selected a change for the better in Brook van Velden, which I think is an important development uh, for politics in New Zealand because it shows that you can be a a liberal, a a social progressive, a live-and-let-live type person uh, who also doesn't really want to pay more tax. Um, And uh, that's a a large number of people I think are unrepresented. I think Brooke has shown, uh, as a young economist uh, and a social liberal running in a seat like Tamaki, uh, what is possible. David, you started off the campaign looking very healthy. At one point, your your vote was up to about 14%, which a lot of people were thinking, by goodness, that's good for the ACT Party. You're down at nine, which, given it's still a historic um, result for you, did you peak too early on the campaign period, do you think? Well, I guess uh, uh, if your uh, highest uh, result wasn't on election night, then by definition, (laughs) you peaked too early. Um, look, I, I, I look. I think people will do analysis and reflect on it. I'm very proud of the campaign that we ran. Uh, we often told the truth, even if it was to our cost. Uh, for example, we were the ones that put out an alternative budget saying, look, I don't think there is much money for any big tax cuts. Uh, we are going to have to reduce spending. And I think that truth remains, but it's not always popular uh, to be the one who's suggesting we take away the punch bowl just as the party gets started and similarly around the treaty, um, the fact is that New Zealand's increasingly divided. Uh, there needs to be an honest conversation about that. You see polling recently published. People actually do want ex uh, referendum on the treaty by quite a wide margin. Uh, however, being the person who is pointing out that we need to have an uncom- uncomfortable conversation uh, about race doesn't always uh, endear to people. Uh, and so I think, you know, in a way, uh, <laughs> I've seen other people who perhaps weren't so upfront about their intentions and what they believe needs to happen. Uh, we, we were, and perhaps that cost us, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Because for the, fast, the past few years, David, I mean, you've been regarded, you've been doing the job of the leader of the opposition, and you did a really good job. So did you expect a better outcome for the party vote? Well, if you look at what some of the previous polls have suggested, uh, then maybe there was a chance that that would happen. Maybe you could hope that would happen. But at the end of the day, if you look at ACT's overall track, if, if we were sitting here four years ago and I told you, you know what, uh, ACT's going to get 10 MPs at the next election, three years later, uh, that will not turn out to be a high watermark. It'll keep growing to 11 and it'll start winning uh, safe uh, electorate seats that have been regarded as national safe seats for 60 years. Uh, I think you would have said, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's just Seymour, dream on, buddy. Um, but actually, all of those things have happened. So when I look at you know people in New Zealand who actually want 
honest conversations about better policy, uh, who want people who are prepared to say things, uh, even when they're not entirely popular, um, but need to be said, uh, then that voice and that vehicle for that kind of politics has never been stronger. And I'm very proud uh, of what ACT has achieved. But I also point out that getting elected is not much of an achievement in itself. It's just an opportunity to do good. Uh, and that's what we hope to be doing next. We've seen you um, for a number of years now sitting on the opposition benches and you've been scrappy, but you have been articulate and you have a certain style, a je ne sais quoi, if you will. I want to know about what David Seymour in a government is going to be like. Who is David Seymour, the minister, and compare him to David Seymour, the opposition MP? Well, I mean, just for the moment, let's just be clear that, um, you know, still half a million people's votes haven't been counted yet, so we, we've got to be respectful of that. Uh, and then there's the question of what a, a new government actually looks like. But okay, with those caveats, um, I think the question is, well, actually, it can be answered by the time that I was in government. It was a while ago. Um, but from 2014 to 2017, uh, I was part of the key government. I was responsible for charter schools. I think we did very good policy work there. I think part of schools was a successful policy shut down by Labour for ideological reasons rather than practical reasons to do with kids' welfare. Uh, And I look forward to taking uh, the same approach in government again. Uh, As a party that is very heavily focused on better policy because, look, this country, you know, we can't change our isolation uh, geographically. We, We can't change our population quickly. We're not going to find a gold mine um, underneath New Zealand, um, but we can change the policies in such a way that we unleash people's creativity. That's ACT commitment, and that's what we'll continue to do. David Seymour, thank you for your time, and congratulations on last night. For more from the Sunday Session with Francesca Rudkin, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 9am Sunday, or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.